بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم we continue the discussion on the book of dua and in this talk we'll focus upon the conditions of dua <coughs> the conditions of dua there are conditions for dua which must be fulfilled so that the dua is answered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and from these conditions first that the invoker knows with certainty that Allah alone is the one who is able to answer his invocation and so no one can bring him a benefit nor can ward off harm from him except Allah his creator and sustainer and provider and the one who deserves to be worshipped alone because the dua is ibadah, is worship. Allah Ta'ala in Surah An-Naml 2762 أَمَّنْ يُجِيبُ الْمُطَّرَّ إِذَا دَعَاهُ وَيَكْشِفُ السُّوءُ Is it not he? better than your gods who responds to the distressed one when he calls him and who removes the evil this is the aspect of Tawheed that must be certain in one's heart that he resorts to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knowing that Allah is the one who responds second condition is that he invokes only Allah and thus he must not invoke other than Allah or besides him anything and or anyone because this constitutes shirk associating partners with Allah in worship Allah Ta'ala in Surah Al-Jinn verse 18 وَأَنَّ الْمَسَاجِدَ لِلَّهِ فَلَا تَدْعُوا مَعَ اللَّهِ أَحَدًا And the masajid, the mosques, are for Allah alone. So invoke not anyone along with him, with Allah. And the Prophet ﷺ told Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with both of them, وَإِذَا سَأَلْتَ فَاسْأَلِ اللَّهِ 
وَإِذَا اسْتَعَنْتَ فَاسْتَعِنْ بِاللَّهِ If you ask, then ask, ask Allah. And if you seek help, then seek help from Allah. Third condition is that he seeks a means of nearness to Allah by one of the approved types of tawassul, of seeking means of nearness to Allah. Because as we know, there are forms of tawassul, means of seeking nearness to Allah, that are legal and some are illegal. And from the legal ones is making tawassul by one of the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or by one of his attributes. Like for the person to say, Allahumma inni as'aluka. Oh Allah, I ask you, بأنك أنت الله لا إله إلا أنت الرحمن الرحيم. I ask you that you are, knowing that you are Allah, لا إله إلا أنت. Nothing, none deserves to be worshipped except you, الرحمن الرحيم. The most beneficent, the most merciful. And then he says, أن ترحمني. That you bestow mercy upon me. وتغفر لي And forgive me. Or like saying, يا رحمن أو رحمن. رحمن is one of the names of Allah. ارحمني. Have mercy upon me. Or he says, يا كريم. كريم is one of the names of Allah. يا كريم أو generous one أكرمني bestow me bestow on me from your favors <coughs> and honor me or like for example he says using an, an attribute of Allah as a means of nearness أسألك برحمتك I ask you by your mercy التي وسعت كل شيء which encompasses everything, or like saying, برحمتك أستغيث. In your mercy, I seek refuge. All of this is permissible as means of nearness to Allah, this type of tawassul. And the evidence for this is the saying of Allah the Most High in Surah Al-A'raf, Chapter 7, verse 180. And all the most beautiful names belong to Allah, so call on Him by them. This is an approved legal way of tawassul, of seeking nearness to Allah. The second is seeking nearness to Allah by righteous deeds, bil-a'mal as-saliha. 
بالأعمال الصالحة by righteous deeds like if the Muslim says اللهم أو الله إني أسألك بإيماني بك أو الله I ask you by my due to my belief in you or بمحبتي لك by my love of you or by my following of your messenger or that he presents before his dua a righteous deed which he did then makes tawassul by this deed to Allah to give him what he asks for the evidence for this is the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Imran 3 verse 16 those who say, O oh our Lord, we have indeed believed. You see now, this is a means of nearness to Allah, that they assert that they believe. So forgive us our sins and save us from the punishment of the fire. Our Lord, we have indeed believed, so forgive us our sins and save us from the punishment of the fire. And like also in the same surah, in Al-Imran, verse 193, our Lord, verily we have heard the call of one calling to faith. Believe in your Lord. And we have believed. Our Lord, forgive us our sins and remit from us our evil deeds. And make us die in the state of righteousness along with the righteous. And from the Sunnah, the story of the people of the cave. Each one of them sought means of nearness to Allah by his righteous deed and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted that from them and their story is reported in Sahih al-Bukhari and in Sahih Muslim and we take from Sahih al-Bukhari in volume 4 Book 56, Hadith 671. And this is from Ibn Umar, عنهما, Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with him and his father, that the Messenger said, بينما ثلاثة نفر ممن كان قبلكم once three persons from the previous nations were traveling and suddenly it asabahum matar and suddenly it started raining and they took shelter in a cave and the entrance of the cave got closed while they were inside 
فقال بعضهم لبعض إنه والله يا هؤلاء لا ينجيكم إلا الصدق فليدعو كل رجل منكم بما يعلم أنه قد صدق الله أو قد صدق فيه They said to each other Oh you think Oh you nothing can Save you except the truth So each of you should ask Allah's help By referring to such a deed As he thinks he had did it sincerely فَقَالَ وَاحِدٌ مِّنْهُمْ So one of them said اللهم إن كنت تعلم أو الله إن كنت تعلم أنه كان لي أجير عمل لي على فرق من أرز فذهب وتركه <coughs> والله you know that I had a laborer who wait for me for one فرق meaning three saw of rice and the saw is about 2040 grams but he departed leaving it meaning his wages I sowed that farak of rice and with its yield I bought cows for him وأنه أتاني يطلب أجره Later on, when he came to me asking for his wages, I said, فقلت له, اعمد إلى تلك البقر فسقها. فقال لي, إن مالي عندك فرق من أرز. Later on, he came to me asking for his wages. I said to him, go to those cows and drive them away. He said to me, but you have to pay me only a farak of rice. This is the original wage. So I said to him, go to those cows and take them for they are the product of that farak of rice. So he drove them. Then he invoked Allah. فَإِن كُنْتَ تَعْلَمُ أَنِّي فَعَلْتُ ذَلِكَ مِنْ خَشْيَتِكَ فَفَرِّجْ عَنَّا فَانْسَاخَتْ عَنْهُمُ السَّخْرَةِ He said, oh Allah, if you consider that I did that for fear of you, then please remove the rock. The rock shifted a bit from the mouth of the cave. The second one now. قال الآخر اللهم إن كنت تعلم أنه كان لي أبوان شيخان كبيران Oh Allah, you know that I had old parents whom I used to provide with the milk of my sheep every night. One night I was delayed and when I came they had slept. While my wife and children were crying with hunger. وأهلي وعيالي يتضاغون من الجوع. وكنت لا أسقيهم حتى يشرب أبوي فكرهت أن أوقيذهما. I used not to let them, meaning my family, drink unless my parents had drunk first. So I disliked to wake them up and also disliked that they should sleep without drinking it. I kept on waiting for them to wake till it dawned. Then he invoked Allah for this righteous deed as a means of nearness. He said, Oh Allah, if you consider that I did that for fear of you, then please remove the rock. So the rock shifted and they could see the sky through it. The third one, فقال الآخر اللهم إن كنت تعلم أنه, أنه كان ابنة عم من أحب الناس إلي وإني راودتها عن نفسها فأبت 
He said, Oh Allah, you know that I had a cousin, meaning my paternal uncle's daughter, who was most beloved to me, and I sought to seduce her. But she refused, unless I paid her 100 dinars in gold. So he said, I collected the amount and brought it to her, and she allowed me to sleep with her. But when I sat between her legs, she said, Be afraid of Allah, be afraid of Allah, and don't deflower me, but legally. وَلَا تَفُضَّ الْخَاتَمَ إِلَّا بِحَقِّهِ And don't deflower me, but legally. I got up and left the hundred dinars for her. Then he invoked Allah and said, O Allah, if you consider that I did that for fear of you, then please remove the rock. So Allah saved them, and they came out of the cave. So Allah saved them, and they came out of the cave. So here, there is point of evidence that one can use as a means of nearness his good righteous deeds. And this does not mean one should be careful. This also does not mean in any way that one if these things are approved, then one it does not it doesn't mean that you put a righteous person between you and Allah, invoke Allah through him, through the dead or the absent prophets, righteous spirits, whatever holy men, angels. This is a kind of shirk. Now, having said this, it is permissible. To make tawassul to Allah by way of the dua of a present righteous person who is able. Dua, underline, the dua of a righteous person living, living, present, and able. The evidence for this is in the hadith of Anas radiallahu anhu when the Bedouin came and the Prophet was giving the sermon on Friday. The Bedouin came 
Hadith is by Anas bin Malik, it is in Sahih al-Bukhari, volume 2, hadith number 127. Hadith of Anas bin Malik, radiallahu ta'ala anhu. <coughs> concerning the story of the Bedouin when he came and the Prophet ﷺ was making the Friday sermon a person entered the mosque on a Friday through the gate facing Dar al-Qada and Allah's messenger was standing delivering the khutbah, the sermon the man stood in front of Allah's messenger and said, O oh Allah's messenger livestock are dying and the roads are cut off please pray to Allah for rain so Allah's Messenger ﷺ raised both his hands and said, O oh Allah, bless us with rain. O oh Allah, bless us with rain. O oh Allah, bless us with rain. Anas added, By Allah, there were no clouds in the sky, and there was no house or building between us and the mountains of Sila. This is in Medina. Then a big, <coughs> then a big cloud like a shield, appeared from behind it, from Salah's mountain, behind Salah's mountain, and when it came in the middle of the sky, it spread and then rained, by Allah we could not see the sun for a week, Allahu Akbar, the next Friday a person entered through the same gate, and Allah's messenger, sallallahu was delivering the Friday khutbah, and the man stood in front of him and said, O oh Allah's messenger, the livestock are dying and the roads are cut off, please pray to Allah to withhold the rain. And as said, added, Allah's messenger raised both his hands and said, O Allah, round about us and not on us. O Allah, round about us and not on us. O Allah, on the plateaus, on the mountains, on the hills, in the valleys, and on the places where trees grow. Anas added, the rain stopped, and we came out walking in the sun. Allahu Akbar. And from this also, is the tawassul of the companions by the dua of Al-Abbas, the uncle of the Prophet by his dua, not by his person. And from that also to call Allah for rain. And also from that is the tawassul of the of Muawiyah. Muawiyah radiallahu anhu by the dua of Yazid bin Al Aswad Al Jurashi Rahimahullah.
And from this also, the what came from the news of Uwais al-Qarni. Uwais al-Qarni. And this report is in Sahih Muslim. From the hadith of Usair bin Jabr. When Umar, this is the story of Uwais al-Qarni. Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala anhu. When delegations from Yemen came to him, he asked them, he asked them, Is Uwais al-Qarni amongst you? Until he came and met him and asked him, Anta Uwais al-Qarni? Are you Uwais al-Qarni? He said, Naam. Umar said, in verification, Min Murad Thumma Qarn You are from Murad meaning the tribe and then from Qarn tribe He said yes Min Muradin Thumma Qarn He said yes Then he asked him, Were you afflicted with leprosy before, and then you were healed except for the spot of a dirham? Dirham is a currency of, of, uh, from uh, silver. Were you afflicted with leprosy before, and you were healed except for the spot of a dirham size? He said, Yes. He said, do you have a mother? He said, yes. Umar told him, I heard Allah's Messenger وسلم, saying, there will come a man, there will come to you a man, his name is Uwais bin Amr, with the delegation from the people of Yemen, and he's from Murad, then from Qaran, and he was afflicted with leprosy, and he was healed except for the size of a dirham. He has, he has a mother where he deals with her with righteousness. لو أقسم على ربه لأبره. If he would make an oath by Allah, Allah will fulfill his oath. So then the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said, فإن استطعت أن يستغفر لك فافعل. If you wish that he, if you would like. That he seeks forgiveness for you, then do. 
then do. So all of these narrations indicate that it is permissible to seek means of nearness by the dua of the righteous person living, present, and able. And from that also, from the means of nearness, is presenting oneself as humble, poor, confessing of one's sins, of one's shortcomings before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like saying, Allahumma, O oh Allah, inni abduka al-faqir, al-muqassiru ala nafsihi, O oh Allah, I am your poor slave. I ask you to forgive me. The evidence for this is in the invocation of Yunus السلام, as in Surah Al-Anbiya chapter 21 Prophet Yunus السلام, فنادى في الظلمات أن لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين And remember when the noon Yunus, Jonah, when he went off in anger and imagined that we shall not punish him, meaning the calamities which had befallen him, but he cried through the darkness in the belly of the fish, saying, La ilaha illa ant, there is no true God except you, worthy of worship except you, Subhanak. I declare you far removed from every imperfection. Inni, truly, I have been of the wrongdoers. Wrongdoers. Inni kuntu min al-zalimi. Wadhannuni idhahaba mughadiban. Fadhanna an lan naqdira alayhi. فنادى في الظلمات أن لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين فاستجبنا له فاستجبنا له So we answered his invocation and delivered him from the distress and thus we do deliver the believers and what Allah said about موسى عليه السلام in Surah Al-Qasas 28-24 رَبِّ إِنِّي لِمَا أَنزَلْتَ إِلَيَّ مِنْ خَيْرٍ فَقِيرٍ رَبِّ إِنِّي 
لما أنزلت من خير لما أنزلت إلي من خير فقير My Lord truly I am in need of whatever good that you bestow on me in need I am in need the fourth condition is keeping away from hastening the response when you invoke Allah and don't also think of delays and so forth because this issue of hastening the response is from the defects which takes away from the impact of the dua and in the hadith of Abi Hurair radiallahu ta'ala anhu قال يستجاب لأحدكم ما لم يعجل the invocation of one of you will be answered as long as he does not hasten meaning the response saying يقول دعوت فلم يستجب لي I invoked but my invocation was not answered and this is in Sahih Bukhari and Muslim and from that is the hadith of Abu Huraira also in Sahih Muslim He said, لا يزال, that the Prophet ﷺ said, لا يزال يستجاب للعبد ما لم يدعو بإثم أو قطيعة رحم ما لم يستعجل. The response will continue. It will be responded, it, the response will continue to be given to the person as long as he does not invoke something sinful or severing of ties of kinship but as long as he does not hasten it was said O Messenger of Allah, what is the hastening? He said, he says, I invoked, and I invoked, and I didn't see that my invocation was answered. So there he will leave the dua. أو كما قال صلى الله عليه وسلم He will stop and leave the dua فيستحسر عند ذلك ويدع الدعاء 
And in this hadith, in this hadith, there is an etiquette. In this hadith, there is an etiquette from the etiquettes of dua, is that the person should continue asking and not despair from the response. Because in this there is the manifestation of submission, a manifestation of one's need of, to Allah and yielding. As Al-Hafid ibn Hajar rahimahullah said in the explanation of this hadith. And Imam ibn al-Qayyim said from the defects which prevents the impact of dua is the person hastening and thinking the dua is delayed. So he ceases and abandons the dua. And this is, he said, like the person who sows some seeds or implants a plantation or a and then takes care of it But then he sees that it is a slow, its growth, its perfection, its completion is a slow. There he abandons and leaves. There he becomes neglectful and leaves it. This is the example of the one who hastens the dua, the response to the dua. The fifth condition. The dua must be in good, free from sins or severing of ties, as in the hadith mentioned earlier. And from the conditions is to have good opinion having good opinion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's why in the hadith reported by Abu Hurair radiallahu ta'ala anhu that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said invoke Allah while you are certain concerning the ijaba, the response. And in the hadith, and this hadith is reported by Tirmidhi and At-Tabarani and al-Shaykh al-Albani, rahimahullah, considered it hasan, good. And the hadith of Jabir, radiyallahu ta'ala, anhu, who said that, سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول قبل وفاته بثلاث, I heard the messenger, صلى الله عليه وسلم, saying before he died, three days before he died, لا يموتن أحدكم إلا وهو يحسن الظن بالله عز وجل. Let not one of you die, except that he has good opinion. In Allah Azza wa Jal, most mighty and most majestic. And this hadith ends in Muslim. This good opinion, having this good opinion, entails incitement to act. 
and entails the response and acceptance with tawbah and forgiveness upon istighfar and reward upon the deed. Thinking of forgiveness and reward and response, yet insisting on sins and wrongdoings, then this is not a good opinion. This is wishful thinking, arising from ignorance and haughtiness. For the one who has good opinion in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will bestow upon him from his bounties. The seventh condition is the presence of the heart. The presence of the heart. The da'i, the invoker, should have his heart present, understands what he says, contemplating the greatness of the one he invokes. It's not befitting for the person to converse with Allah in words which he does not know what they mean. And using sentences he repeats without knowing what they mean. Or just using them because it is a habit. And as in the hadith, the Prophet ﷺ said, and know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not respond to the dua from someone's heart whose heart is distracted and so unpleasant. The And this hadith is reported in a Tirmidhi and in a Tabarani. And Sheikh al-Albani, rahimahullah, considered it hasan, good narration. And the next condition is to use the legal du'as. The legal invocations. mentioned in the Quran and in the Sunnah or at least not to oppose the legal du'as by innovated invocations like seeking means of nearness by the status of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam for example or by 
using invocations involving shirk. Tawassul. Like invoking other than Allah from the dead and absent and so forth. And from the conditions is to have good and pure means earnings قال الله تعالى in Surah Al-Ma'idah 5.27 إنما يتقبل الله من المتقين Verily Allah accepts only from those who are al-muttaqeen, pious and righteous. And in the hadith reported by Muslim, إن الله تعالى طيب لا يقبل إلا طيبا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is good and accepts only that which is good. وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ أَمَرَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ بِمَا أَمَرَ بِهِ الْمُرْسَلِينَ And that Allah has commanded the believers to do that which He commanded the messengers. And He, Sallallahu Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala said, and He is the Most High said, يَا أَيُّهَا الرُّسُلُ كُلُوا مِنَ الطَّيِّبَاتِ وَعْمَلُوا صَالِحًا O messengers, eat of the good things and do right. وَقَالَ تَعَالَى And He, the Most High says, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا كُلُوا مِنْ طَيِّبَاتِ مَا رَزَقْنَاكُمْ O who you believe, eat of the good things wherewith we have provided you. Then, ثُمَّ ذَكَرَ الرَّجُلَ يُطِيلُ السَّفَرَ أَشْعَثَ أَغْبَرَ يَمُدُّ يَدَيْهِ إِلَى السَّمَاءِ يَا رَبِّ يَا رَبُّ يَا رَبُّ يَا رَبِّ يَا رَبِّ وَمَطْعَمُهُ حَرَامُ وَمَشْرَبُهُ حَرَامُ وَمَلْبَسُهُ حَرَامُ وَغُذِّيَ بِالْحَرَامِ فَأَنَّ يُسْتَجَابُ لَهُ Then he mentioned the case of a man who having journeyed far, disheveled, disheveled and dusty, and who spreads out his hands to the sky, saying, O Lord, O Lord, while his food is unlawful, his drink unlawful, his clothing unlawful, and he is nourished unlawfully. So how can he be answered? And from the conditions is to stay away from transgressing or transgression in dua. Qala Allah Ta'ala in Surah Al-A'raf, Chapter 7, 
55 ادعوا ربكم تضرعا وخفية إنه لا يحب المعتدين Like, for example, invoking Allah in something which is impossible. Or invoking Allah in things where the Sharia indicates that this cannot take place. Like a Muslim invoking Allah that another Muslim not to be admitted to paradise or invoking Allah for a kafir to enter paradise after the kafir's death or invoking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala against one's family or invoking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah makes such and such person alcoholic or makes him die as a kafir or makes him commit adultery and mischief or invoking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have mischief in the earth increase to increase the mischief in the earth as the Rafida, as the Rafida, the Shia Rafida, who invoke Allah and wish that mischief spreads in the earth so that their awaited so called Mahdi comes out from his trap to spread justice and many are the these are from the transgressions in dua and from the conditions <coughs> that the dua should not lead someone to abandon an obligation Like, for example, busy himself with dua while salah time, the salah is called to be established. Or to abandon fulfilling the, fulfilling <coughs> the guest's right. and go and make dua and it may be that in the story of Juraj the worshipper which indicates this as it is reported in the Sahihain from Humayd bin Hilal from Abi Rafa from 
to Abu Hurairah radiallahu ta'ala anhu. <coughs> and it is in Sahihain, in the Sahihain, in Bukhari and Muslim. <coughs> and in Al Bukhari, it's in volume 2, Hadith 297. The story of Zurayj with his mother. And in this story, narrated by Abu Hurair radiallahu ta'ala anhu that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam said a woman called her son while he was in his hermitage and said O Juraish he said O Allah my mother is calling me and I am offering my prayer what shall I do she again said O Juraish he said again, O oh Allah, my mother is calling me, and I am offering my prayer. What should I do? She again said, O oh Juraij. He again said, O oh Allah, my mother is calling me, and I am offering my prayer. What shall I do? She said, O oh Allah, don't let Juraij die till he sees the faces of prostitutes. Till he sees the faces of prostitutes. So, a shepherd is used to come by his hermitage for grazing her sheep. And she gave birth to a child. She was asked, whose child that was? And she replied that it was from Juraij. And that he had come out from his hermitage. Juraij said, where is that woman who claims that her child is from me? When she was brought to him along with the child, Juraiz asked the child, and he said, Oh babes, who is your father? The child replied, The shepherd. Imam al-Nawawi commented on this. He said that the ulama mentioned that this is a dalil that the correct thing was in the response 
for his mother. Why? Because he was in an optional prayer. And continuing this optional prayer <coughs> is something voluntary, not an obligation. While responding to the mother and being righteous to her is an obligation. And doing otherwise is unlawful. And he could have lightened his salah and then answer her, then returns to his salah. He may possibly fear that she will talk him and ask him to leave his hermitage and come to this worldly life and busy himself in that. And he, his determination would be weakened because he committed himself to the worship in this hermitage. So the point from this is that this is an evidence that the person should not make himself busy with the dua while there is <coughs> something legally demanded as an obligation. Wallahu ta'ala a'la wa a'lam wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.